What's up, BBYO? It's TJ Katz from the Greater Jersey Hudson River Region, number 22, Northern Council. And it is with great honor and pleasure that I introduce to you number seven of the Motor City Crews of the NBA G League and alumnus of Yeshiva University, Ryan Terrell. What's up? What's up? What's up, TJ? Happy to be here, man. This is this is awesome event. Uh, BBYO is my first experience, so this is really cool. Awesome. We're so happy to have you here today. So, Ryan, before you led Yeshiva University to one of the longest winning streaks in NCAA Division III men's college basketball history and were selected in round one of the 2022 NBA G League draft by the affiliate of the NBA Detroit Pistons, you were just a kid from L.A. with large hopes and dreams. I'd love to hear a little bit about how you got into basketball as a child and sort of what made you fall in love and want to go pro. Sure. Um, so what made me fall in love with basketball was um, fall in love with basketball was, you know, playing in the front yard with my with my older brother uh, and his friends and my dad. And, um, you know, we would just play all day long and uh, just have a great time. And, um, you know, as far as going professionally in basketball, I didn't know. Uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't always the tallest, you know, fastest, strongest in my class, um, you know, but I always loved the game and I always wanted to work hard and, and try to be great. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, I would say my sophomore year in college uh, where I thought I can do this professionally. Yeah, that's amazing. I know you said you weren't always the tallest and the fastest, but <laughs> I'm six foot tall and still had to look up to you. So, <laughs> so um, Ryan, if I'm not mistaken, you had actually turned down Division One offers to attend Division Three Yeshiva University. And truly, I'm really fascinated to learn sort of what factored into that decision of you deciding what your home was going to be for your collegiate career. Sure. Um, so when it came down to making the, the, the decision of where to go to college, I was actually really interested in going to West Point, um, you know, which is a Division One school. Um, but we, me and my parents anonymously called the rabbi over there uh, to see what the Jewish life was like um, over there and, and if I was able to keep Shabbat and, and keep kosher and whatnot and the overall Jewish atmosphere. And he pretty much told us, yeah, if you're coming to West Point, you're, you're going to have to say goodbye to that. Um, and for me, uh, it wasn't worth it. Uh, just you know, it wasn't worth sacrificing you know my Judaism and my spirituality just to say, hey, I, I played Division One basketball, and you know, fortunately at the time the the coach at Yeshiva University was heavily recruiting me, and he had a really good class uh, coming in, and he said, hey, let's let's do something special, and uh, that's what we did. We had a great time. That's amazing. I mean, everything you say, I even see echoing in my own life um, right now, being a senior in high school making decisions on sort of get receiving applications back and figuring out where I'm going to school. I will say like Jewish life in a postgraduate education is definitely a factor. Seeing Hillel, Chabad, sort of what life is like on campus as a Jew is definitely a large factor. And that's great to hear from you as well. Right. So in college, you were named an NABC D3 National Player of the Year, NABC Division Three All-American First Team, NABC All-District Atlantic First Team, NABC District Three First Team, Skyline Conference Player of the Year, Skyline Conference All-Team First, D3Hoops.com Region Three Player of the Year, and D3Hoops.com All-American First Team. Just about every <laughs> accolade a Division Three player could get. So what did all of these honors do for you and sort of your motivation to make it pro? Uh, you know, for me, it, it was just 
I looked at them as team awards for sure. Uh, I know that we, I wouldn't have gotten those awards if, you know, we weren't successful as a team. And, you know, I knew that, you know, if you want to play professional basketball, you got to win games, you know, you got to win games. Uh, and so, um, you know, we went far in, in a couple of tournaments and, uh, you know, it was, it was from there, we, I, I kind of got looked at from, you know, NBA team started scouting. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story, actually. Um, you know, f when COVID happened, we were the first, we, we were in the middle of our, we were about to start our NCAA tournament, Division Three tournament, and um, we were the first game of any sports event played without fans. So every NBA team was watching those, were watching those games to see, that was the trial run. Yeah. And I happened to have a really good game. You know, I scored 41 points on, on 16 shots mm -hmm. and, you know, had one of the best games of my career. And that's kind of how I got onto the NBA radar. So, yeah. No, that's amazing. I mean, I'm sure all NBA fans out there can recall their, their first bubble games. They watched sort of what life became like in sports with no fans, pumping in crowd noise, having those fake fans up in the sure. stands. So, no, that's, that's really, that's amazing to hear. That's incredible. So um, moving on a little bit, what do you recommend to countless Jews out there with dreams of making it big someday, whether as an athlete or not, but just overall who may face adversity simply due to their religion? Sure. Um, you know, a message I like to send is it, it doesn't matter where you come from or what you believe in. As long as you put in the work, you could succeed uh, in anything you want to do. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't always think I was going to be good enough to play professional basketball. But I decided I'm going to work hard every day and, and win every day. And if you, you win enough days and you win every day, you, you're going to succeed in life. So just put in the work. Completely. And now um, being in the position you're in and everything, and um, even having read before recalling you saying that if you are to play in the NBA one day, sort of playing on Sabbath, you'd walk to the games, walk to practices, sort of being able to handle and compare both following um, Judaism still strictly with the potential of a career sort of I'd love to hear a little bit more about where you would balance those two sure um, well I'm doing it right now in the in the G League yes. um, you know we have games on on Shabbat and whatnot and I've talked to multiple rabbis about you know what's okay and what's not okay um, you know so you know what I do is I, I don't use any electronics obviously I follow the laws of Shabbat I'll yes. just walk to the game whether that be, you know, three miles away or, you know, across the street. Wow. You know, whatever it may be. And, um, you know, if the team has to travel on Shabbat, I will wait till after Shabbat and travel later. And I'm thankful to the whole Pistons organization and Oren Tellum and everyone out there, that, um, everyone part of the organization that's that have been, like, incredibly, incredibly accepting. So I'm thankful to them. Completely. And, I mean, that really is so incredible to hear from me and from all the teens who are here, just knowing that there really are people out there who are able to still pursue their dreams and sort of not give up their faith in their life. Totally. And now that you've been at BBYO IC 2023 for a little while, you've walked the halls. I've seen you taking countless <laughs> selfies and pictures towering over <laughs> a lot of us. Um, but really, what does it mean to be surrounded by so many people with so many of the same hopes and dreams that you had when you were just a kid in LA and all the way still to this day? It's really incredible. Um, first of all, this event is, I wish I knew about it in high school. This is a really incredible event where, you know, you have so many kids from all, teens from all over the world that all have a similar background where we're all Jewish. You know, we all have, we're all part of a family. We're all part yes. of that, that Jewish tribe. 
And, uh, you know, so it, it's really cool to be able to, um, you know, experience that and see that and see all the kids interacting and, and, and you know, everyone loves each other. It's such a loving environment. And uh, so that's, that's really an amazing uh, feeling for sure. Completely. No, I mean, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I really cannot thank you enough. It was such a pleasure being able to talk to you. And truly, on behalf of all of the BBYO teens from around the globe here, thank you for advocating, inspiring, and redefining Jewish life. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you.